And I say, what about Breakfast at Fishing? And she said, I think I remember that film. I don't I said, what kind of like it? And I said, well, that one thing we got. It's Breakfast at Fishing. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trust reporter. Let's get down to business. I'm starting a couple of minutes late. Technological problems, not like we used to have. And also, uh, I, I have an emotional disturbance. Marsha's out of town, so I have to drink out of the sugar out cup. Because sugar's out of town. I sent out braids this morning, um, and when we uh, when we go through our five keys, the way we projected it, what we thought would happen, what we thought needed to happen, and then we grade the Cowboys based on that, we will also tuck in some information uh, that we learned yesterday from Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn, and... The Diggs Brothers? Oh, no. Oh. Uh, Matt, hey, Fish, how do I get a star? Ask the fellas how do you get the circle and the star. They'll show you how. That's the Uncle Fish Premium Club. Uh, it certainly supports the program. And I feel like I support you. Todd Peterson. Nice hat. What's it say? Texas Coast Offense. Yes, you can get the uh, bucket hat. Texas Coast Offense bucket hat in the Uncle Fish store. It is below. Richard DeMarco, first time to listen to you. Glad to be here. I'll do my best. Uh, Lago, can't you get a sugar substitute? If by that you mean a prostitute, no, I don't go that way. What? <laughs> Join the club. You didn't get on be good. Bring something of intellect to the table. Only three slapdies allowed per program. And away we go with the grades. The Texas Coast offense hitting on all cylinders, as McCarthy said yesterday. Defense, not bad either, except we got a little bit of a problem. Not as much of a problem as the Buffalo Bills have. Yikes. Uh, I know some of you are still saying, ah, 49 to 17, and that was fun, and, and we're 6 and 3, and, but why don't we win a, against a real team? Did you watch the Bills last night? The Bills are a real team. And they dropped to 5-5 five and five and outside the playoff picture in the AFC looking in. Noses pressed up against the glass because they can't beat the Broncos at home. In part because they can't figure out how to get the ball to Diggs. In part because Josh Allen can't get out of his own way. The criticism that Dak Prescott continues to get for being turnovers are in his DNA Listen, I love Josh Allen's talent. I think we all like a lot of things about Josh Allen. The guy that some people think Dak Prescott is, this year anyway, is Josh Allen. So Dak and the Texas Coast offense, they continue their impressive role. Dan Quinn's defense makes life difficult for the rookie quarterback of the Giants, Tommy DeVito. Hey. And by the time we got to, I don't know, midway through the second quarter, this thing was about over. So, post-game grades based on what we thought was important. Item one. Make Tommy DeVito go home and get his shine box. And yes, this was a lamb to slaughter. Uh, first half alone. He, 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 he's got nothing. And for the game... 
Now, I have the Cowboys down as, along the Giants, zero third down conversions. Is that right? At one stage, Tommy DeVito hey, was pressured on 17 of 26 dropbacks. Uh, he does end up with the two interceptions, and that pretties things up a little bit. But this was a hard day at the office. Uh, they, they gave him no room to work. And talked with Dan Quinn yesterday. He says it's it, it could be kind of a challenge when you don't have film on a guy. Now, we have film on uh, Tommy DeVito coming into a game as a sub, but it's different when he's the starter because they'll put together a different game plan based on what this guy can do. And the Giants, in some ways, I mean, they got two touchdown throws out of him, um, but the Cowboys figured it out. Uh, that is a, certainly a passing grade there. Item two, get the perimeter running game going. We're going to give it a passing grade, kind of, but there's an asterisk here. Charles and comes in with a $10 pitch into the refund. Thank you, Charles, for being here. Appreciate that. Oh, by the way, regarding the Bills, yeah, a lot of you are pointing out. You play at the Bills in wintertime, and... That looked really scary a month ago. Right now, the Bills can't even figure out how to line up on field goal defense. At this moment, they don't look that scary. But let's keep focused on the prize. Eyes on the prize. It wasn't the perimeter running game uh, as I have been pleading for around here with Tony Pollard. But I think by halftime, you had a, did you have 129 rushing yards in the first half? And then you total 168. Pollard, 15 carries, 55 yards. Cowboys continue to want him to run between the tackles. Okay. But here comes Rico. Uh, and the Cowboys coaching staff, not just McCarthy, but Quinn even saying, it's just so beautiful to watch Rico's angry running style. 12 catches, 79 yards, one touchdown, and the morning news predicted that he would have a role in this game. I'm like, I, I don't see it, so my prediction there, way wrong. And I don't think that was just about game script. Obviously, Rico played some because the game was in hand. There was no need to have the pro bowler Tony Pollard still go. Deuce gets in the game as well. But clearly, Rico is part of the plan. And maybe he's, maybe he's the next guy who gets the red zone cracks around here. Good passing grade on the running game overall. Item three, keep Dak and the Texas Coast offense in rhythm by going where you got to go. Now, Brandon Cooks, nine catches, 173 yards and a touchdown. That's big fun. Michael Gallup. Couple of catches, 70 yards, body control, one touchdown. Uh, Mike McCarthy remains a fan of Michael Gallup, even though, uh, as we saw a couple weeks ago, the Tolbert snaps were starting to climb a little bit. <laughs> but, well, it was Dak said, Gallup's a freak of nature. His ability to go get a contested ball, his ability to twinkle toe, on the side, all that stuff. Um, now you you know you'd like some more production to go with it, but again, you go Cooks is the number two guy, nine one seventy three, one touchdown. Gallup 
270, one touchdown. The tight end, very involved with a touchdown. And then C.D. Lamb, who after the game said, I'm the top wide receiver in the NFL. And if you don't believe me, show up again next week, and I'll show you again. Somehow, someway, somebody's going to try to figure out a way to take away C.D. Lamb, and maybe they will, and that will be a chance for another explosion for other receivers. But while many people have been saying, where's Cooks, where's Gallup? My answer to all that is, I don't care that much if I've got C.D. Lamb catching 11 for 150 and scoring two touchdowns. Big buck down, $5 pitching. Funny how the talking heads are down playing the Giants beat down because they're bad. Yeah, I don't I don't bother with that. And I'll tell you why. Very specifically why, if you'll allow me an old Uncle Fish sidebar. So uh, we're sitting in our cubicle. This goes back, this is 30 years ago. 30 years ago. And uh, we got a cubicle at the start that Jerry built on my demand, and that's the truth. My request. And we had a chair in there, and I made a sign called the hot seat. And players and coaches were just like during lunch or after work. Seriously, it was so, things have changed. Guys would just come in there and come in and shoot the shit with us. Sit in our cubicle chair and just talk about stuff. Um, It was always fun to have Troy come in when the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader calendar came out. (laughs) So Aikman goes, so Fish, I read your story this morning about blah, blah, blah. And you talked about it was an easy easy win or something. And he said, I want to school you, young man. Young man. Uh, he was, you know, what was he? He was 24 and I was 34. He says, there's no such thing. He goes, it's hard to win an NFL game. And I'm like, okay, that's a good point, Troy. Thanks for coming in. Then he, and he wouldn't stop. Then he goes, it's hard to win a half. Well, ah, good point. And then because speeches like this always come in threes, then he goes, it's hard to even win a quarter of NFL football. And I'm like, okay, good. A game, a half, a quarter. Are we done here? It's hard to win a series. He keeps going. Then he goes, it's hard to win on a play. So moral of the story. Thanks, Troy, friend of the show. Moral of the story. Just when you're taking a victory over the Giants for granted, you should be smart enough to look across the street and go, the Bengals and the Bills just did what? The 49ers three straight weeks just did what? That's how smart people do it. Right? That's how smart people, like us, almost 70,000 smart people, that's how us, we... Smart people do it. Stephen Cowboy, $5 pitch it. Fish, how do we address the penalty issues and what happened with Sir Neville Gallimore, sir? Justin Pugh and Neville Gallimore got into a bit of a shoving match at the end of the game. Uh, Pugh, uh, Pugh thinks Gallimore hit Tommy DeVito. Hey, a little late, which he did. They're on the ground. Uh, Pugh gets up. Gallimore's foot goes up and kicks him in the balls. Uh, and Gallimore gets ejected. This has two wrinkles to it. By the way, this will be covered uh, shortly at CowboysSI.com. Go get you some. Uh, 
I think we've got seven stories already up this morning at CowboysSI.com. The 75-member staff, amazing, bookmark it. He got ejected. Uh, he will get fined. There'll be a big fine. You'll get the news Saturday. Um, he's also already gotten a lecture from the head coach. And one of the things the head coach, and I, and I bet you this will be a, and I, I bet you this will be a theme this week. And I bet you that he uses Sir Neville Gallimore, sir, as his poster guy here. How to enjoy success. Okay. How to fight your way through adversity. Okay. That's one thing. Now, how do you enjoy success? We're ahead in this game, 49 to 17. Why are we kicking guys in the balls? How do you handle success? That will be a Cowboys theme this week. You watch and see. Trust me. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Big Buck. Lance F, $20 pitch in. Good morning from Kuwait. I'm a Dak skeptic. I'd love to see more of this when the Cowboys play the Eagles. And, of course, that's a fantastic master plan. Uh, but, as Lance, I'm sure you're quite aware, and you're, you're suggesting this in your post. Thank you for posting. And thank you for being Uncle Fish Premium well. You're picking the wrong day to be an anti-DAC guy. You could be a DAC skeptic. Why, why don't you wait till next Monday? Because next Tuesday. Because it's not going to work this week. RS, member for five months at the exclusive, exclusive level of the Uncle Fish Premium Club. Pollard not having a touchdown in 30 quarters worrisome. Not what you want for $10 million. I don't look at the money that way. But in terms of red zone production, that's obviously worrisome. That's not that that wasn't the plan for Tony Pollard to be on a pace this year. By the way, he had, he had two in the first game. So Tony Pollard is essentially on a pace to have four touchdowns. Not the plan. But what all that really matters, salary cap notwithstanding at this point, all that really matters. Will somebody get some touchdowns in the red zone? Jay's appliance. Fish needs some sun. Oh, son, you have no idea. Uh, it's it's the lighting in here. I am bronzed and buffed. Bronzed and buffed. But now that you've insulted me, I think I'll go out and make some leaves today and get it fixed. Starlight. I'm not skeptical of Dak. He's rolling. Daniel, nobody's going to do this against a top five team. Let's be realistic. And oh, by the way, Dak did kind of play this way against the Eagles. Oh, yeah. True. Marika, late in Vandress. Uh, we've got the story at CowboysSI.com. We put it up last night uh, after having told you in advance the the feeling inside the building. Uh, Does $2. Pitch in. Fish Annie Lewis on Hendershot. And Lewis, uh, you know, it didn't come up. The Lewis thing did not come up yesterday. And so I did not get a chance to bump into it, but I will put it on my, my hot list. Thank you for asking. Uh, got Charles. Hopefully we've got the refund fully addressed. Grades. Yeah, passing grade on, on the Dak Prescott C.D. Lamb roll. Again, fun to have other guys. I got a guy who's a number one receiver in the NFL who thinks he might be the number one receiver 
in the NFL. Third down issues for uh, the Giants' defense had been good on third downs. Cowboys go five of nine, I believe, before Dak finally sits. Cowboys scored 28 points in the first half. They had three nine-play, 70-plus-yard drives. Giants' defense had no answer. The conversion of third downs for Dallas, combined with the Cowboys not allowing them any, I think zero, I think 0 for 12, what an incredible third down formula that is, that is a big positive pass. And finally, I don't mean to demean the Giants, and I know I'm, I'm doing shorthand here. Michael Evans, four months in the Youngfish Premium Club. If the Cowboys run off the next four wins in convincing fashion, can we start the campaign for Dak for MVP? Uh, inside the building, that's already started. Micah Parsons and others talking that way. Uh, if you look at the next four games, yeah, they don't have to be convincing, but he does. Um, in that four games, of course, you got you got Panthers, which you're gonna you're favored by a million. Washington here on Thanksgiving, and Sam Howell, they they may have discovered something. So that that game may be compelling. And then the next two games obviously are challenges. If the Cowboys win. Four straight, more in any capacity. With Dak playing well, yeah, Dak Prescott's an MVP candidate, hundred percent, for real. Look what your record. First of all, just look at your record. You will be, if that happens, you will be ten and three. You will also be nipping at the heels of the Eagles. And record-wise, you'll be nipping at the heels of the Chiefs. Chiefs and Eagles, by the way, play this week, don't they? Uh, there's some stories that will be told there. That will be one to watch. Making sure I get everybody. I hope I did. Don't be mad if I don't. Load up and stop Saquon. Uh, they have two other defensive linemen who can play a little bit. Their wide receivers are fast, but they, they just don't. They just don't have anybody. Uh, and, of course, they have, you know, five key injuries. They, they traded away Leonard Williams. Saquon's the only weapon that can cause you problems. And when the game was still there to be won or lost early on, Quinn's defense holds him to just one yard on seven carries in the first half. He ends up 13-66. of 66. One yard, seven carries. Somebody asked Dan Quinn yesterday, are you a little disappointed that you – in the second half, he got, what, are we kidding? We, when it mattered, we held him to one yard on seven carries. And then we started putting in backups. And if if they want to, if the Giants want to give him the ball 13 more times while the score is 28 to nothing so he can get 66 yards, yeah, that's fine. There is a sidebar, two dramatic sidebar issues. And I'm going to talk more about these tonight, Fish and Six. In the middle of all this, uh, tumult in Buffalo. And this is going to be a bad week in Buffalo. Rusty Hill, $5 pitch in. What's your thoughts on Brooks? You know about him than us. Uh, yeah, and, and we know that the Cowboys view him as good enough to be on the verge of getting a jersey every weekend. It, it will be fun if you can get the Carolina game to go anything like the Giants game went. It'll be fun to unveil 
some of these guys. By the way, Skip, Bayless, no, you can't unveil Trey Lance if he's the third quarterback. It's against the rules, you moron. It'd be nice to continue to unveil guys like him, though. That, that'd be fun. And there's, there's a host of them. There's about 10 of those guys. You'd like to see that, right? And he's on that list. In addition to the tumult in Buffalo, Dan Quinn is managing a bit of an issue in the, at the star. Micah is frustrated. And Sam Williams isn't telling the truth. The Diggs fellas and the dog fellas on the Cowboy defense, Fish at six tonight, uh, come inside. Oh, one more thing. This is going to be C.D. Lamb, Big Head Bobble Day giveaway day. Tell your friends. If you've been thinking, I'm gonna, I've, I've been meaning to subscribe here. Hell, it's free. Why wouldn't I subscribe? In honor of C.D. Lamb's record-breaking efforts, the C.D. Lamb... Big head, bobblehead, is tonight. So you can, uh, you know what? This. You have to be a subscriber. That's all I'm going to ask at this early stage. You must be a subscriber. This is the official uh, Cowboy and NFL bobblehead supplier, Foco. There are only, how many of these in the world? Like 300 of these in the world. This is number, this is number 218. There's only 300 of these in the world. I'm giving it to you. It's got financial value. I think these things go for 80 bucks or something. So it's got financial value, uh, but it's also, it's got gravitas. It's heavy. It's badass. It's yours. Tell your friends to come subscribe today. And tonight, Fish at Six, we will give CD away. Deal? More than generous, more than fair. And it's a deal. Fish out. The Fish Report is a production of DSP Media for Fanstream Sports. You can hear The Fish Report and other great programming at fanstreamsports.com.